This is Rhymes with Orange co-host Kate Stoneburner, coming at you from Cape Town, South Africa with Campbell's Spiritual Life Missions team. And today, I broke all the mission trip rules to record this snippet of a circle game. It's very windy outside today, but I hope that when you listen to this call and response game, you can picture a field filled with hundreds of children who are amazing examples of how to find joy in hard circumstances and absolutely crush a bunch of college athletes at soccer. We had an amazing day today working alongside Living Hope. We were teaching kids and their families basic life lessons in proper handwashing, but also how to avoid things like human trafficking. So keep listening to hear our debrief of the highs and lows of our first days in South Africa. was super fun just seeing all like the kids with their snotty noses like <laughs> <laughs> um and then it was cool like walking around the neighborhood and like literally it's just like the kids are just like following you and I just like pictured that's kind of how it was with Jesus like you're just walking around and like kids are literally just like following him so that was cool okay my low is my life of sleep <laughs> 48 hours and then my high was for today was probably just playing with the kids kind of had a God moment with a little bit of background information um, <laughs> okay so you know my mom's a 7th grade teacher and um, her group's kind of rough this year uh, she said she had a suicide note on her desk first thing in one of the mornings. One of these seventh graders, like it was her best friend, had written a note to my mother saying that my best friend's gonna kill herself. Mm-hmm. So they had to call 911 and they had to get, you know, an ambulance there to take this girl to the hospital. Um, she hadn't done it, she hadn't acted on it yet, but it wasn't the first, it was a serious event, but it wasn't the first time this girl had written this. But um, my mom just looked at her students that day and just kind of thought, like, these people, these kids don't know Jesus the way they need to, you know, they don't know who their Savior is. And, like, walking around with these kids today, you know, hearing, I had the little girl that was clinging on me, she was just talking about how much she loved Jesus, mm-hmm. how much she loved her family, and I was like, Living Hope has really done a good job of showing these children who Jesus is, 
and letting them know it's okay to, to openly worship and like be involved in praying and it's really, I think it's really great what they're doing. My low was probably leaving the kids, not like just because, I don't know, like I feel like I want more time with them, you know, um, especially in Red Hill because they're just so happy, like, and then leaving them and I'm like, it makes me sad to leave them because they're so happy and it's strange, like you see, you know, like their living conditions and yet they're so happy, like they're the happiest kids on the, in the planet and it's crazy to me. Um, my high was probably over an ocean view, um, playing soccer with the kids who were killing us. Yeah. They were killing us, <laughs> but it was great. Work. It was great. So it was. It was just fun to to be able to you know join in wherever and just and the kids were like, yeah, come on, let's do this. It's, you know, I'll teach you this and. Just seeing everybody, like all the kids, so willing to teach us, you know, games and face paint with us and all of that is really good. Um, <clears throat> my love, well, I haven't been feeling that great, but that's one. But another one was like, it's just so crazy to me how these townships are literally within a mile of each other and the living conditions or miles within each other and like just seeing the differences of like how rough it is, and then how nice Ocean View was compared to Red Hill, and they're so <coughs> close to each other, like, what, like it's mind blowing. And then, um, my high was probably the kids today, they're, they're just so funny, these three boys just came to me, and they like clung to me, and I was like, okay, hi, and they just, they were a lot of fun, and they taught me how to play all these games that I didn't know, and then they tried to teach me um, their names, and they literally laughed at me, like, but it was really funny. And they're like, what are you saying? What are you saying? I'm like, I'm trying to say your name. <laughs> and it was just really funny. And that was really cool. So, yeah. um, a low for me would be when I got splashed with a mud puddle by a car. <laughs> and then... <laughs> it's fine, though. It was when I was walking with Gladys and the other nurse. Like, she's like, oh, watch out. And then the car came. And it was like... <laughs> But it's okay. And then my high would be walking around with Gladys and the, I don't remember, what was her name? It was the other nurse, the one that spoke uh, really good English. Oh, uh, I just called her sister. Okay, yeah. sister. And I walked around with them for probably like 15 or 20 minutes, and I got to really, like, talk to them on, like, a deep level and just ask them questions, and they were asking me questions, and it was just, like, a really genuine conversation with them. I really enjoyed that. Um... I don't really have a low, but like one thing that I like felt uncomfortable with was like the kids, they were like always asking help and I always felt like I shouldn't hold them, but like I wanted to and it's like sometimes I would. So like that's like something I struggled with because I like wanna hold them, wanna like have them close to me and then it's hard when they like cling on you and they're like, Hold me, hold me but you kinda of feel you're not supposed to hold them. So that's not really a low, but like that was something that made me uncomfortable because I wanted to, but we were told not to. Um, but a high was definitely the hand washing with the kids when we went into the little daycares. That was really fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, a low would be, there was this one guy who, because I was doing TV screening, 
like had symptoms of TB, and he just like no like we just couldn't like nobody was getting through to him like we gave him a referral and he just was like nobody was getting through to him and I and I just I was like and then he left and like he had the referral to go get a TB test but like I don't know I just I was like I don't feel like we really got through to him like I feel like we were just like okay we did this we did that here you go now it's up to you like I I was like what do we do to make sure that it actually happens because he didn't seem very motivated and he had children in the home and like kids are way more susceptible to it so that was a low because I I was like frustrated almost that I felt like and he could have it could have gotten through to him but I felt like it didn't so I was like super frustrated about that and I was like well what could have like I said to him because I was the one doing it anyways a high was a very random God moment we were on the way back from Red Hill and I always think about this about the ocean. And I, it was Rachel and Cass out in chaos telling that, like, it could just, like, sit there and not, like, have waves. Like, it could just sit there if, it, if God wanted it to. But, like, he created the moon and, like, the moon pulls the wind and then, like, puts it back out. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. And it's just, like, God tells the water to stop right there. And then, okay, now it's time for you to go back out. Okay, stop right there. And then come back out. You know? And it's just so pretty. Like, you can see the rainbow off the spray and, like, on the rocks and everything, and it was just like, I don't know, it was just awesome. It just, it just makes me think of like how little things happen in our life is like a drop in the ocean, but then you see how vast and wide it is. Like, I don't, it was just, I was like, oh my god, and it happens every, almost every time I look at the ocean. But that was my random god moment of the day. <laughs> Milo was probably when I was playing like soccer with the kids at. Um, Red Hill, and one of them like kicked the ball into this little grass area. Some of y'all heard the story already, because I was like, whoa. But um, <laughs> so they kicked the ball into the grass area, like it wasn't even me. And this guy's standing there. I guess it was his house or something. And he was like, um, he like picks up the ball and starts walking like towards the door, and he's like, come in my house, like come here. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> and he's like, no, like come here. And I was like, no. And he was like, um, I was like, can we have the ball back? And he was like, no, you see these windows? Like, this is what balls do to your house. Like, this is your first warning. Don't let it happen again. So I was like, what if it happens again? Like, what's going to happen? But I didn't ask him, and it didn't happen again. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was my low. And then my high was probably, like, when I was tickling the little kids, and they were, like, so happy because, like, they would try to be mad. But you could tell, like, they wanted to be tickled, and they were, like, genuinely happy. It made me happy, so. Um, my low would probably be um, when we were face painting, we were, like, told to just do the one ribbon on, like, one cheek, and one of the other girls was doing, like, hearts or two ribbons on two cheeks, so when we were telling the kids that we could only do one, they were getting, like, upset with us because she was doing something different, and the kids that we had told could only have one were coming back and, like, seeing other kids with two of them. Um, so I was just frustrated to, like, see the kids upset over that. Um, and then my high would probably be, like, talking to the sisters and just, like, the life skills educators just about, like, more in-depth what they do with, like, Living Hope Every Day and seeing, like, how passionate they are about what they do. Like, it really shows through when you talk to them. That's cool. Um, my low is probably just some conversations, like, feeling, like, because our trip is shorter than the other groups, like, mm. are we doing enough or, like, are we, like, prepared for this like they are, like, stuff like that that, like totally not on anyone just feelings of weird inadequacy
jealousy about it, but obviously, like, seeing the kids being just overjoyed to have people to play with and stuff for times that they usually wouldn't, that was cool. And then the high for me was probably feeling more comfortable with the sisters and the carers today, like, having more conversations with them, and, like, less awkward silences was good, and then just playing with the kids during free time was really awesome. Got a, got a free ballet lesson um, from a nine-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. Um, my low was the cold shower that I halfway took this morning. Um, <laughs> my high was probably watching you guys. Um, I just feel like all day you guys were all in. Um, you were doing everything that you could. Nobody was just standing by. Everybody was um, participating. Even though, you know, we got to Red Hill and it wasn't set up like I had in my mind. I don't know what y'all had in your mind. Like, <laughs> not not Taipei over here was not was not thinking that it was gonna look like that. But um, you know, even even if your your job didn't happen, like registration or handing out fruit or whatever, um, I feel like you just went with it and you just made it work. And that that is that is being flexible on a mission trip. It's just kind of making things work and so I was proud of you guys for kind of just being all in and doing what you can um and in those moments it is great to talk to the Living Hope staff and get to know them one of the huge reasons we are here is to encourage them and so um and think think about the conversations you're having jot down some notes if you want because at the end of the week if we want to leave some letters for um, a life skills educator that that we um, connected with, or one of the um, home-based carers that we connected with, we can do that. Um, they, those things are, are really good for them. It's really good for them to hear encouragement. So um, again, be intentional about those conversations and know that it's okay to, if you're not having, con if you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't even had a conversation with like a person that doesn't work at Living Hope, that's okay. Because one of the reasons we're here is is to be an encouragement to the staff as well, and um, when we when we are engaged with the kids, and we are doing whatever Melissa or whoever asks us to do, we're helping the life skills educators, because they that big of a group of kids, they would of course be able to handle it, but it's easier when it's all of us and we we can kind of help out, help with discipline, help. Um, you know, two kids need to be separated, or if they're not sure what the dance moves are, um, things like that. It um, it helps to have have more hands. Um, so don't feel like if you're like, oh gosh, I haven't had this super deep conversation with the person that came to like the clinic things, or I haven't connected with one kid. Well, you're seeing different kids every day, and you're seeing different people in the communities every day. So that's okay. But who you're seeing over and over again throughout the week is the, um, the life skills educators and the home-based carers. So they, they are um, just as important for us to engage with as well. And Karin too, it's, it's important to, that we are encouraging her as well. When we were playing soccer, there was like, at Ocean View, there was this kid that was like running around barefoot and there was like glass everywhere. And it just kind of like blew my mind. Obviously, they can't really do much about it, but it's just like, they don't like, care. They're carefree, yeah. yeah. They don't care. And even, like, in the grass area and stuff, there was, like, broken glass, mm -hmm. um, bottle caps.
was it like was it you that was picking it up and like trying to hide it? I don't know. Someone was doing. We had that. a pile going. Yeah, there was like a pile going. Like someone was like. But then we had to stop picking it up because the kids were picking it up too. Be like here. I was like, oh no, that's not the point. Yeah. Really yeah, I think they were trying to pick it up from the area where the kids were gonna sit. Yeah. Today, um, so when you go into Mossy, it'll be the same thing. Um, we were there yesterday, and you saw kind of the square concrete area, which is where they play soccer and everything, and kids play barefoot, and there's broken beer bottles and all of that. Um, it really makes you appreciate the fact that in America it's illegal to litter. Um, you you really go home with, with such a huge appreciation for that, um, something that seems so simple to us, but... Whenever I see somebody throw, like, a McDonald's bag or whatever out of their car, it just really makes me angry because I want to be like, do you have any idea, like, what it looks like in other places when they, it's just customary to throw whatever anywhere? I even thought about the day walking around. I was like, if you could just spend a week picking up trash in these neighborhoods, it would make a world of difference. Like, it would make it look so much better because there's just so there's much, so much. Trash. So yeah. much. And the thing is, like, even um, even one of the life skills educators, she just, like, threw something out because it's just not something they think about. Like, it yeah. is just, um, whereas we would never think to, like, just throw a napkin on the ground or whatever. They, it's just, it just is what it is here. So, um, yeah, it's just a different, a different culture. everywhere and barefoot children everywhere which hopefully um, some of the shoes that we brought they'll be able to to use those for that um, I do want to speak a little into what you talked about um, about feeling inadequate and um, the amount of time that we get to spend here um, we I, I have never been with another team while I've been at Living Hope um, I don't, I don't have a clue what other teams do, um, but I do know that Campbell always has a really high standard. Um, we always try to be the best that we can at what we're doing and to be fully engaged. Um, and so I have no doubt that that is what this team is too. And so, um, whatever is said to you guys or whatever you see, I don't want you to feel like you're inadequate, um, I don't want you to feel like you are not um, gifted and like you don't know what's going on um, because you do and um, you you are more than